Peace and blessings, everyone. Michael Rojas here, and I am responding to a question that came out of our Level 1 Connecting to Your Shamanic Roots program that started this past Tuesday night, so um, October the 8th. It's a uh, interactive live online program, um, and it's one of the questions that came out of that I am responding to here because applicable to the class, it really is applicable to us across the board. Here's why. Let me read the question to you. Or, or yeah, the statement, and then there's questions with it. So this might be end up being more than 15 minutes um, because there's a lot here. Here we go. Here's, here's, the, here's what was shared with me. I am starting my new job tomorrow, but I am having so much resistance towards going back to work, stepping back into the matrix. Since my awakening... I feel in my heart that I am a healer and an entrepreneur, and I don't know how yet, but I know I am here to use my gifts to make a difference in this world. I don't want to work for anyone else. I want to continue my studying, meditating, reading, practicing, um, and healthy lifestyle. How do I find balance between going back to work full-time while being a mom and developing my spiritual gifts? Um, why would we have to work, make money to live? Uh, I should be excited to start my new to start a new job for a great company, but I am feeling very anxious, sad, and depressed in the moment. Okay, so first, I appreciate folks being so um, transparent and sharing where they are. Right, this is this is a huge step for us that we can allow ourselves to. Um, to be transparent, to be vulnerable, to, to state what it is that is going on with us so that we can address it um, and so that we can also receive support, right? So in this framework, the support is coming via um, the class that the participant is attending, the Connecting to Shamanic Roots. Okay, so um, stepping into the matrix, right? Um, meaning an eight to five gig working in the constraints of what is deemed normal reality, right? Um, for the, for many, right? For those of us that live uh, as entrepreneurs, as um, seriopreneurs, multipreneurs, whatever you might call it, you know, those of us that um, self-employed, Right, we we see it a little bit differently. It doesn't mean that we don't engage with the same things that that people who work for someone else does. Um, in fact, being a business owner slash entrepreneur is actually more challenging than it is to go and work for someone else. And candidly, this is why many people will complain about going to work for someone else, but yet they'll continue to go to work for someone else because. Um, it is easier to work for someone else than to work for yourself because when you work for yourself, everything is your own responsibility, right? So I'm just adding that in there, even though that was not one of the questions. I just want to uh, let everyone know that um, it's absolutely rewarding. It is invigorating. I would not change anything about it for myself, um, but I know firsthand that uh, it takes just like our inner growth, um, creating your own sustainability takes work, right? Because you can go to work for someone and you can, you know, you can go through the motions and receive a paycheck. 
Is that living a life of integrity? Yeah, I would put a question mark on that, but it's possible, right? You, you know, and, and, and sadly we see many people do this, right? That they go and work for someone else and they are simply, they're phoning it in, they're going through the motions. Um, so that happens, right? Yeah, so I'm, I just want to share that out there with folks. Here's one thing that I have discovered over the years, um, and that often a person will think that because they are now starting to grow, um, for lack of a better phrasing in this moment, spiritually, or slash awakening, right? Uh, and so it's much deeper than that, and those have become very commercialized terms, but we're going to use those for now. Um, so a person... Not everyone, but some folks will, will will have this belief, this mindset that as they are becoming spiritual or awakening, that they need to go and do their own thing, right? Like um, individuals will see me doing my thing and they'll think that they need to mimic me. And, and so in one way that's flattering, but another time it's like, Okay, that's really not appropriate. You know, so I do provide apprenticeship and mentorship for individuals, um, but it's for them to grow into themselves, even the ones that are, even the individuals that, that apprentice with me, right? Because all I'm doing is providing them skill sets and tool sets so that they can then go and live their journey, their life, right? And so, um, you know, just because you are believing, just because you are reached some point of consciousness um, doesn't mean that you need to immediately jump out of your current life. Um, because if you are growing, your life is going to change as it is in more ways than you can anticipate. Um, it will it will change, right? It doesn't mean that you necessarily need to change positions, right? And here's why. Because regardless of what the position a person holds, right? Someone might be a airline pilot. Another person might be a dentist. Another person, a hairdresser. Another person, a baker. Another person, a gardener right? All professions. So it doesn't mean that you have to leave your profession. More importantly, what it really means is that all of the professions that are in existence absolutely need, require, benefit from having individuals in those roles who are engaged in their own personal growth. Right. So you could you can grow and you can be a beacon of light in your profession. There are a lot of people that their lessons to be learned are in their current profession. So there's lessons for them to learn and they're also there to be in service to others. Right. You could be a um, a doorman at you know, uh, gosh, the Fairmont Hotel in San Francisco. And you, and that could be your role for the next 40 years of your life. 
and you could absolutely be the beacon of light that everyone that you meet in every day that you are meeting them where they are and you are being the expression of love and light that you are being fully and completely in service that you are bringing the expression of love that you are being a conscious messenger okay so that's the first thing i want to hit on is uh, we don't need to go and change professions okay so that's one thing second thing absolutely there's going to be a percent of folks again not everyone but some percent and and i'm going to say that it's even going to be this might sound surprise folks it's going to be a smaller percent that change professions uh, into something else than remain in their current profession or if in their current profession they might evolve into some other profession that is associated in their same field right then there's going to be the the smaller percent and I, you know, I don't even, can't even fandom what number it will be, but it's going to be a much, much smaller percent, right? So if it's going to be 70% that are going to remain in their profession, it's going to be 30% that are going to leave their profession, right? So that much smaller percent are then going to be the ones that go and branch out into being entrepreneurs and being in some form of service, okay? And that is the optimum word here, is that we are being in service, and so this is a key thing for anyone that is seeking to become an entrepreneur that you first identify yourself as being in service, that you are providing some form of service or some form of goods that are for the enrichment and the betterment of, uh, of our fellow beings, of the planet, and of yourself. Okay, it, this is, it's key that if you're going to go off and do your thing, that you are truly being in service. Okay. The next thing that I want to touch on is, um, you know, we, you know, people will identify themselves as an intuitive, a healer, a psychic, and I'm going to make this blanket statement that every being is a intuitive, a healer, and a psychic. Not every one of us have cultivated those gifts to their optimum potential, but at a minimum, every one of us has those traits within us. Um, intuition, you know, look at that where we say, go with your gut instinct, and what, and so, what person doesn't have that, right? Being a healer, are we really being a healer or are we simply being in service for individuals who are choosing to have and engage in their healing process around whatever is out of alignment within them? Okay, so we also need to be very careful with, with you know, around this. Right? And we really need to be careful because the ego so gets trapped into this. And you see it um, out running rampant in the, in, in the world, uh, in the current state, of how many people want to identify themselves. The ego is telling them to identify themselves as 
a master, a guru, a healer, you know, all these other things. And it's like, okay. Um, for me, that's, that's actually a red flag, uh, personally for me, if someone is choosing that they need to state that about themselves. Um, because if they are that, then there's probably a better way of articulating it. Um, and to where it is more resident within them, the essence of them, rather than coming from the ego. So people running around with having to label themselves that way, it's often ego. And so there's some people right now that might be listening to this, that that is triggering them and rubbing them the wrong way. And um, if it is, I simply am, as always, holding you in love and light as well and uh, inviting you to look at why you're being triggered by that. Okay. All right. So um, the message then continues. Let's see the, the message question. Okay. Of uh, How do I find balance in going back to work full time, being a single mom and developing my spiritual gifts? And so the key word right there is balance, right? key word is balance and here's what balance means is that every day is a new day every day is going to present itself with new journeys new opportunities new trials new tribulations therefore what looks like balance is going to be different in every sunrise the point of balance will be different in every day because we will be engaged in different activities in every day, even if we're going to work, even if we're getting up our children and getting them to school, right? There's still going to be a ton of variations in day to day, right? We got to get the kids up. We got to get them dressed. We got to get them fed. We got to get them to the sitter. We got to get them to school. The, we've got to get them to the bus, whatever it might be, right? There's variations in there, right? And just where everyone is in their mental state in that day. Now take yourself going to work, same thing. You got to get yourself up. You got to get yourself ready. You have to commute to where the job is. There's always going to be variations. And because there's 8 billion of us or some number like that on the planet, guess what? We're going to be bumping into other individuals and they are going to also be in their variations and into their free will. Therefore, they're going to directly and indirectly have some kind of impact or influence on our day. Okay, so balance is always going to be in a state of flux. So what do we do to maintain balance? This is where we developed practices because the practices become our foundation they become our pillars that enable us to sway as we move through the day right and the practices for me you know there are things like um, getting up and expressing gratitude getting up and um, looking at the stars smelling the fresh air um, you know, writing down in a journal, right? Drinking water, 
um, you know, engaged in rituals, engaged in breath work, engaged in body work, right? So these practices are then what enable me to have a consistency within me so that I can then manage my way through any given day. And so folks that, uh, that participate with me, what they experience um, right away is once they engage in their practices, their days start to smooth out. Their peaks and their valleys of emotions start to decrease, right? Because why? Because they are more in control of, of their state of mind, of their actions, of their attitude, right? Of their emotions. So by us engaged in our inner work, in our practice, that then affords us the ability to show up in the day and to sway, to be the, the tree branches in the wind and to move with it without crumbling. Okay, really, really important, folks. Really, really important. And then, so how do we how do we manage all of the activities that are going on, right? So here's the thing: um, uh, we have been conditioned to think that we are um, that we can multitask, and the reason that we have been conditioned to believe that we can multitask is for the purpose of the industrial uh, world that we are part in. Right, it is part of the myth system that is in place. The reality is everything is in a serial process, even when you think you are multitasking. And so how we balance the different activities of the day is that we're kind of like a bumblebee, a hummingbird. We go and we pollinate one of our projects, and then when it reaches a point, we move to the next one. So in the morning when we get up, we shower, we brush our teeth, we get dressed, boom, we're done with that. We've pollinated that activity. What's the next thing? We get in the car, we drive, or we jump, jump on some form of uh, community, community um, transportation. Boom, pollination there, task done there. We get to work, we check phone calls, email messages, we perform tasks. What are we doing? We're moving in a serial process. Right. So that's how we maintain balance is or yeah, is it, that's how we maintain um, multiple activities going on is that we move from one activity to the next. And in each activity is where we are focused. This is where the practice of meditation gets to come in, because guess what? Everything in life can be a meditation if you choose it to be. Everything in life can be a meditation if you choose it to be. Okay. Um, and then why do we have to work, make money to live? This is a really good question and I'm going to give some response here. Um, for those that are more interested, there, I do have a manifestation visioning uh, program that is available um, because this is part of our illusion as well and this is why many of us are trapped into working 40-hour work weeks because we have been conditioned to believe that 
X amount of hours equals X amount of dollars. We have been conditioned to believe that we have to put out that one hour effort to receive that $20 or that $100 what, or that $1,000, right? And notice even there, that varies as well because again, it's what each of our beliefs are. So for one person, they're gonna, they are conditioned to believe that they can only earn $10 an hour. Another person is gonna believe that they can earn $20 an hour. Another person, $100 an hour. Another person, $1,000 an hour. And even that's an illusion because the reality is that, that we do not need to equate hours to money. And more importantly, we need to understand that money is simply energy and that energy is comes in multiple forms. That is, that is what is known as prosperity and abundance. And that's what we get into in the manifestation envisioning program. Okay. Um, but it's really important to understand that folks. Right. It's really important to understand that. So how you can support yourself right now, let me throw this out there, is that um, when you do receive something, express gratitude for it. When you receive when you are receiving something, it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter if it is a cup of water. It doesn't matter if it's a check for twenty thousand dollars. Hold them both in the same amount of appreciation and gratitude. Why? It's all energy. When you're paying for something, rather than going, damn, I hate paying for these, for my auto insurance. I hate paying for my cell bill and my internet bill. Yeah, and, and, you know, and so we get into these things of these negative energy exchanges where we are holding a belief system that we're having to give something away um, out of force. And this is one of the beliefs that we really will benefit from erasing from our experience as well, that we shift that into expressing gratitude for paying our auto insurance, for paying our phone bill, for paying the internet bill, because by us gifting that energy, we are then the recipients of that service for the next 30 days. Okay, everyone, peace and blessings to you.